Welcome to the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby, campus community radio from Simon Fraser University, broadcasting on the unceded territory of the Musqueam, Quetlam, Tleotooth, Squamish, Stolo. My name is Jesse, broadcasting from home once again, and you're going to hear Jamie as well, but not the two of us together this week. Jamie caught up with Daniel Ruiz to talk about his project, Druids, former guest of the mixtape, alongside the rest of his bandmates in Leisure Club. So very excited to hear Jamie's conversation with Daniel. There's also going to be a bunch of other music and stuff in the show. We'll get to that interview about 15 minutes, 20 minutes or so from here. In the meantime, like I said, got a whole bunch of new music that I do want to play for you. So we're going to get started with a new band with a delightful name called Doohickey Cubicle. They just put out a self-titled release. Once again, Doohickey Cubicle, just a great combination of two weird words. The track is called Sign Here, and you're going to hear it, well, right about now here on the Vancouver Mixtape.
from IMUR, that's Case of You, a brand new single. Before that was Gazebo, Hold My Hand by Fairy Thing from the record Lost Lunar Levels. Some cool 
mostly instrumental electronica, although that track had some vocals and stuff on it. And before that was Sign Here by Doohickey Cubicle. And now I'm going to play two more songs before we get into the interview with Druise. I'm going to go back to the new record Fake Cake by Little Sprout. This is the album opener, Albatross. Even though 
pillow In the hopes it might wash away my sorrow I did as I was told by the people of old Roll on, my son, roll on Vancouver Mixtape here on CJSF 90.1 FM, broadcasting to you live every single Sunday night at 8 p.m. And of course, podcasting on your favorite podcasting network throughout the week. A uh, special guest today, we're talking to Daniel Ruiz because he just released a brand new single. Daniel, how's it going? Oh, hey, how's it going? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. This is so great. I'm very, very stoked to release some new music and I'm glad you're digging it and want to ask about it. That's so great. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, like, I think we've like, I don't know, we've been circulating around music that you've created in some capacity for probably the majority of this show. Uh, and it's you like you, like whether it's been uh, uh, like, Bestie or or Leisure Club, um, Leisure Club of course being your your current uh, your current like indie rock pop band that gives us all the comfy summer vibes, um, but this seems to be your your big foray into uh, like a a totally solo project. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. So Druids is a thing, a project I started kind of a few years ago, um, kind of an idea, as an idea to create music on my own, just in case whenever 
you know, somebody can't jam or somebody can make the gig. So I'm like, okay, well, I should start making music on my own because like there is tools I can use for that. And then I started using looping pedals and kind of like creating samples and using more like electronic elements within my drum kit. So I would like add a keyboard, bring out a bass, uh, have like a drum machine, a drum pad, and then started creating. Basically, I started doing shows where I would get hired to play for a whole night as kind of like background music. Um, but it kind of evolved into this like experimental vibe that I just like went with and tried to explore as much as I could with different elements of music because I just lo love music so much. And then, um, yeah, like finally on Friday, I, I, after a lot of work and collaboration with a good friend, I just released my first like single officially on all like platforms and all that. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to, to share with the world. It's pretty awesome. And like, we'll talk about the new single in a sec, but I do want to make sure that I'm like really reiterating to our listeners, just like how prolific you are and like in demand you are as a musician. Oh. You go to your website, which is drewysmusic.com and you can go like look at the list of performers that you've been uh, a part of. And I like... This has made up most of our mixtape episodes before <laughs> featuring the <laughs> bands that you're involved with. So, um, I guess what was it? Was it a pandemic thing for you to be like, you know what? I think it's time for me to do to take the the things that I've been working on um, in the in those solo projects that you're doing and actually do a full release for it. Somewhat, yeah. I think the pandemic itself halted a lot of. Well, it, it halted a lot of gigs, right? So, like, I guess, like, yeah, totally. A year ago, it just, you know, that whole necessity of wanting to do something and play and share music kind of, like, I, I overcame that and, and was like, okay, I got to, like, start just working on my own and got a, a couple pieces of equipment that I could, you know, work with and develop these songs at home. And it just kind of like gradually started coming together. Uh, so yeah, the pandemic has been a total change. I totally miss the whole in-person playing, even just in-person rehearsing and jamming, because that is like such an important part of music. Um, but on the other hand, I feel like I've really developed my own capacity of like recording and and just like creating on my own and, and sort of like fulfilling that original idea I had of like, well, I should be able to do something on my own in case like one of the bands I play with can't do something or whatever. So then, yeah, it kind of like gave me a bit of that motivation. And I guess I had more time to be at home <laughs> and just like do music instead of like, you know, going to another rehearsal or another gig because that, was time consuming so I guess uh, having a bit of that extra time at home and having you know the luck to be able to have some like music gear that I can like use and record with and have decent sounds like thankfully we live in in a time where like things are more accessible in that sense for people you know like making an album in a bedroom is not like unheard of and 
some great albums have been done lately that have won a lot of you know awards and things so it's it's kind of like okay use what i have in in my disposal to make the most of the situation uh so it kind of it kind of was maybe yeah a push from the pandemic having that time and be like well gotta do something and you know kind of adapt with what's getting thrown at us because you know at the beginning of the pandemic i'd never imagined it would be like a whole year where we're still like oh what's happening with shows and what's happening with festivals and you know it's it's a weird time but at least the music is still there and you know we can still chat about it and have video calls and things right so I mean, and when and when the things eventually open up again, you guys, you you as a musician are just going to have so much new stuff that that you'll be able to play, and people will be super familiar with it. It's like you release the al uh, the song or the album like two years ago, and people are fluent in it, but you ha- haven't seen you play it a lot. Right, right. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm stoked to to get back and and play on stage. You know, share that. Uh, it's just like this weird energy that you can't you can't really like explain it or duplicate it it just happens and it just happens when it happens you never really know when it's going to happen but you know when it happens and you're feeling it and like it's the euphoria we all get from whatever feeling we get from a song or a sound or you know that shared experience so i'm sure it's going to be a great great time when we all can share together and play music and listen and you know be there. <laughs> I can't I, I can't wait I, I've told Jesse several times that the first grimy punk show that happens man I'm there <laughs> totally. I, I am there, I am there. Um, let's let, let's go to the, talk about the actual track now now and you kind of mentioned this before especially with the absence of of jamming um, and and like direct collaboration with people in front of you in the <laughs> same room um, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you seem to be a, a drummer that thrives off of improvisational elements, yes. right? And and uh, Dime, the the track, the single that you just released on Friday, uh, is a, of course like a very percussive song. So when when in I guess like how did that come 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 along? Like was it a beat first kind of thing? Were you just playing something that? you started to build off of as a drummer or was the was the rhythm section something that came in after the fact um okay so actually this song kind of became a thing when i met matea in arts wells two years ago so i met matea and like she, i think she was doing some dancing and visual effects on the main stage um and then she told me she sang and she sent me some of her music and I was like, oh, this is really cool. We should collaborate. And I knew like she's originally from Washington State. Um, and then we started collaborating and we played one show. She came up to Vancouver. We played once. Um, but what happened is I made this track out of my bass and uh, my like drum pad. And I made this like loop that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I sent it to her. And then, you know, a few weeks later, she sends me back these vocals. And I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. And 
just about that time, my computer crashed <laughs> and I lost everything. But thankfully, I found the track that I sent to her and that, you know, I asked her again to send them back. And when that happened, that was maybe a few months before the pandemic. And uh, at that point, I was like, okay, this is cool. I think that there's something we can work around with with this. So then I, I took the song and rearranged it, added a few more things. And yeah, like when the pandemic hit, I basically bought a new interface so I could dr record drums on my own. And I did drums over top. And as soon as I finished it, I was like, okay, this is cool. I sent it to her. She's like, yeah, this is cool. And from there on, I just like worked on the mix, diff diff different tweaks and got it mastered. And uh, yeah, it's it's there now. It's like such an amazing feeling to be like, okay, I, I actually did this from scratch, did all this collaboration back and forth and it survived and it's now here and like, okay, it's kind of like engraved, which is a nice feeling, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and I should mention too, the vocals on the track are from, from your friend uh, uh, Matea Maid. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that's a really interesting part too. And I, I don't want to suggest that this is the, the pandemic was a, uh, uh, the impetus for people sharing tracks over the internet to get it made. But uh, like, was that process easy for you? Or like, are, are, are you so uh, maybe used to doing the in-person collaboration was that a shift for you or was that pretty easy to, to get the hang of like just sharing files back and forth yeah and, i mean it was a bit of a learning curve for sure like you know from just especially like when you collaborate and you're writing in the same room it's just like the immediate feedback is so much easier than you know sending back tracks and then forth and all that so i mean it's uh, it's cool. I, it is different because there is this kind of like time you have with the track yourself. So I have like all this time to be like, okay, I can do another take. So I really enjoy that because I have my own kind of like guidelines of how much patience I can have. I don't have somebody being like, oh, somebody's recording me, I have this pressure to get it done so I don't waste their time kind of thing, you know? So like, it's it's more it's more calm, but at the same time, it can be detrimental in the sense that you can take forever to get something done because you're like, oh, I don't know if that's good enough, right? So sometimes it's good to have that immediate response from somebody being like, shut up, this is good, put it out. Like, don't tweak it anymore, right? So in a sense, the collaboration, like for me, has been a process that has been developing also with, because I'm originally from Colombia, so I have a, a bunch of friends in Bogota who I've been collaborating to. Um, so that has also been really nice to kind of like explore possibilities outside of just your city, because uh, it is possible, even though it's a little different, but I mean, I feel like even like Zoom meetings and, and things like that, there's there's new software that is allowing people to be able to at least jam in a more of a like live setting where we, like I could maybe hear you right on time and, and not have that lag because that's the, the biggest challenge for, you know, 
sharing music with people over collaborating over the internet, right? Like you can't really jam over Zoom because everything's going to have that lag or whatever, right? So, um, I mean, it's different, but at the same time, we're still creating, which is what matters. And we're, it's good. It's good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we benefit. So I'm happy that you're collaborating. <laughs> um, look, I think that's a great, great spot. Let's take a break here and actually play the track. This is Dime by Drewies featuring Matia May. And you're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. <laughs> You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. We have Daniel Ruiz in studio, well, virtual studio, to chat about this song. Of course, we've had Daniel on the show in the past uh, with with uh, his group Leisure Club, uh, which is one of our favorites. And, of course, now you're making more music that is more of our favorites. So <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, you know, just in, in referencing Leisure Club, so do you find, uh, do you find it is... Uh, Difficult or is it pretty natural to to shift gears stylistically uh, from doing Leisure Club, which may have its own parameters uh, for what you would play versus 
something like this, this that is maybe a little more eclectic or a, a, a little different stylistically? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, for me, ultimately, it always has to come down to the music itself and kind of like try to understand how you can fit within it and how you can add to it without like losing the essence of it. Um, I do play with a lot of different musicians. So like the style definitely has to be accommodated to the music, I think. Um, and that, you know, that kind of like has to come from the feel from within. So like, you know, in, in Dima, for example, like the drums are very strong and like, I just wanted to give that like energetic impulse. Um, so then sometimes for, for example, playing with Leisure Club, some songs require that energy, but some songs are more laid back and like you have to really understand where you want to kind of like take the feel of the song. Um, a, a good artist that like really has given me a lot of uh, things to think about when I'm playing like that is uh, Kari McClelland. Uh, he's like a, a soul R&B singer. He's he's quite amazing. He also performs with the Sojourners. And for me, sometimes performing, you know, I, I miss that. Like that thing that I was talking about of like that connection within the music when you are performing, that it kind of just doesn't matter the part anymore. It just, what matters is how it feels, how everybody feels in the band and how we all connect with the song. Um, so that, that for me is like the most important thing whenever you approach anything, right? Like from being the first time you hear a song and you have to play along with it because I've been there and it's like kind of nerve wracking, but at the same time, you just got to trust your gut and your feeling and, and, you know, kind of like make sure you service the song. Like it's not yours. Like you don't own I don't own this song. I'm just like, kind of like, ah, what's the word? Like like the conduit for it? Yeah, in a sense. Like I'm servicing it and I'm making sure that it's done with the right feel. And and that's ultimately the the goal as an artist to like really achieve that, that feel, like that, that energy to know, okay, this feels right. And the more you do it, like repetition, practice makes permanent. You get used to knowing how that needs to feel. And, you know, it, it's fun and interesting when you join a band for like subbing in for somebody and they're used to hearing a particular, you know, their particular drummer and sound, right? Like, and some bands are so like, they have that so ingrained that it's like really cool to be like, okay, I'm subbing, but I know that they will say something and they're like, okay, this is good. I like your feel, but like, you know, maybe think on, on laying back more or like pushing this a little bit more. Right. So it's like that communication that sometimes you don't even get to talk about, but just, you know, do it while you're playing, which is like, that's so cool when you're just there and that those are the moments of magic that I'm talking about where like everybody knows that it's there and we're kind of like getting graced by the music, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like so nice. 
Well, I I love this I love this kind of uh, idea with music where uh, somewhere in the ether of existence there is every possible version of every possible song that could ever be made, and it's up to you to kind of like like find it somehow, and then like find the best version of that. Uh, and I guess work whoever you work with helps like enable that. So I think that's a good way to kind of transition into. Uh, you're more of that collaboration you had with uh, uh, Mateo. Like, was that? Uh, did you have to work on that, or or was it pretty automatic to to get it, that it kind was of chemistry? So automatic. That's why it was so cool. Because first of all, I sent it to her, and you know, I knew that she spoke Spanish, but like, it's not her native tongue, and she actually lives in France, so she's like more of a French speaker. But then, because she knew I was like from Colombia, she's like. She just sent me these lyrics in, in Spanish and like, and the lyrics are all about like, tell me what you see, tell me what you are, tell me what you feel, you know, what you know. And then I kind of took that as like, kind of like a, a self-reflection of like trying to understand what I, or each one of us, like it's, it's kind of like inviting everybody to reflect on their own self and how they can communicate with themselves with the f their feelings their you know what they see what they know right so it's kind of like i took that as a, like the reference to give the vibe of that and um and she loved it she's like that totally makes sense to me um and from there we're working with another friend he's in barcelona at the moment and he's making a video for it based on this idea so he's like working with a dancer and you know I'm, I'm just really excited to see what he comes up with because we've been elaborating this whole concept of like self-reflection and kind of like letting your body and yourself guide yourself to that greatness or like inspiration or you know flow with your imagination Totally. And like, there's the great thing about the lyrics uh, to this song is that they're, they're, they're simple, but like the point, the purpose is very strong behind it. Like the, the message is very strong, or at least uh, like the encouragement for self-reflection is very so strong, but you can also interpret it as like, like a literal, like you tell me, like, le like having that kind of conversation. So you can either have that literal interpretation or like get really conceptual and and internal and and use it as a trigger for yourself. And I, I gotta be honest, I'm really excited to see what kind of visual direction this video goes. Yeah, Do you have yeah. an idea of, of when that's gonna come out? Um, not fully. I know he's. I think he's shooting the last shooting day today. I think he told me or this weekend. So hopefully, I get something by two weeks. I don't know. Like I, I, I told him to take his time because I don't like rushing things. Like it needs to just be ready when it needs to be ready. So, and I trust him. He's like one of my closest friends from childhood. He's a great artist. He actually did the video for uh, I Want You in the Dark Leisure Club, uh, which I find really cool and very like abstract. And like the visuals are really nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know he's working with a dancer he just met that is like she she moves really weird and cool <laughs> 
and and yeah felipe has like a really keen eye on on kind of like the aesthetic that we're looking for so i'm i'm as stoked as you are to see it <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's the the track itself is hypnotic and introspective um you can only imagine where that's gonna where that's gonna go well i, I do appreciate you hopping on hopping on the horn to chat a little bit about the the track here um you you had mentioned prior to starting the interview you you've got more stuff that is coming together do you want to talk a little bit about that maybe tease a little bit about what we can expect down the turnpike here for sure um i mean leisure club we've been working on new material so you know hopefully maybe by the summer we have something out um which i'm stoked because we've been also recording ourselves and it's been it just sounds great and it's so nice to like be able to have that freedom to really hone in on what you want to do um uh, there's also a new project that I, I started, but we haven't really released anything yet. And it's called dance. It's with Sean Bainton also from leisure club. And we've been doing some collaborations like he's a synth and keyboard wizard. And we have like an EP coming. We just got a mix for one of the songs. We also recorded with, uh, Sam from Brastronaut. He plays the Ewe and the clarinet. So this is more of like an instrumental track, but I'm really liking it. So I'm really excited to share that soon. Um, and then I have a couple more ideas and collaborations that I've done over the quarantine with uh, Druis that I've been talking with uh, a couple players that I've done some like video collaborations and maybe work on some of that and release it as a new tune, you know, or a couple tunes, I don't know. But uh I mean, it's just constant you got to keep on getting that flow going of creating and I feel like the the hardest thing is to just like get out of your head and be like it's okay, like let's share and manifest and and be part of it. I don't know. I'm So yeah, words, I guess words to live by. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a heavy time. Like, I mean, it's been a year of super craziness and more than we even imagined. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy that I can at least continue making stuff and share. And hopefully that gives people some sort of outlet to, you know, decompress or feel something, you know? Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you um, hey, not a problem. Uh, anytime, whenever you got new music, you're welcome to come back on. Nice. Um, let's uh, let's end today uh, today's interview with uh, the track that you guys one of the tracks you released this summer as Leisure Club. Uh, hard to find works for you. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Let's dig in. This is hard to find by Leisure Club. Make sure you go and check out Daniel's uh, new website, which is uh, druysmusic.com. Yep, correct. And where else can people find you on the socials? Uh, on Instagram is at Drew is Music, on Facebook at Drew is Music, and Twitter is at Drew is Drums. Because <laughs> the music, I don't know, maybe it was taken, but I did that before. I I don't really use Twitter that much, to be honest. But on Instagram, I am quite 
often there and trying to share. I've been sharing a lot of playlists and artists and and things that like the song has been added to. Um, and yeah, I mean, thank you for listening and you know, reach out whenever you want. Anytime, yeah. Anyways, here we go. This is Hard to Find by Leisure Club. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Bye-bye.
are defined by Leisure Club here on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby. Before that, you heard an interview with a member of Leisure Club, Daniel Ruiz, about his solo project, Druiz. Thanks to Jamie for putting that together. And now we're, we're going to go back to something that I've played a track of before. I've played this for you before, not this specific track, but this is the Hidden Valley Logging Company from the record Creval with a track called Secret Circle. It's a journey, so strap in.
Secret Circle by Hidden Valley Logging Company. Their record, Preval. Definitely recommend checking out the whole thing. Big fan. Uh, but that's about it for the Vancouver Mixtape here on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby, online at cjsf.ca and wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for hanging out with me and Jamie and Daniel for the hour. You can find out more about Drewies at druiesmusic.com. That's D-R-U-I-Z music.com. You can find out more about the Vancouver Mixtape on our social media platforms at Van Mixtape. We'll be back next week with more new music and maybe another interview. Who knows? Keep your ears peeled. Until then, I will see you. Bye. Miss you already. <laughs>